What if I stage me crossing the street and I have somebody hit me by a car, get, you know, hit, hit me with a car, and I'm on the street bleeding, and I tell my man to go get me a drum machine, and I do a beat before the ambulance comes, and it get, it get 30, it gets 30 million views. Does that make me nice? Yo, so finesse in the building. Yep. Oh, yes, man. finesse in the building. From the world-renowned, world-famous DITC, digging in the crates, one of the most influential producers and artists of our time, Lord Finesse. Yo, check it out. It's the underboss, the Lord Finesse. And you tuned into the Ducan Show with OT, Reem, and Lobito. Yeah. Urban Life. Neighborhood banter. Pull up a seat and pass the time. <laughs> the Dukan Show. Hosted by OT, Toothless, Urshad, and Reem. Welcome to the tribe. Is it your first time out here? Yeah, man. It's, oh. it's like a lot to take in. What do you make of this mess, fam? Man, ain't no mess out here, man. I'm looking like, man, hey, shoot, man. It's, this is just amazing, man. Yeah. I'm fucking speechless, really? man. Really? I don't really take a lot of pictures. But you've been know. taking pictures? I'm like Peter Park out there. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit, let me take a picture of this. Oh, you know, because certain, some of this shit, if I try to tell it. There's no way. You ain't going to believe it. There's so I got to, no I got to, you, you know, I got to take a lot yeah. of pictures yeah. of shit. Yeah. You know, an aquarium in a mall. Exactly. I say that at home, f*** out of here. It's an aquarium, son. Yeah, but it's not like just an aquarium. It's like yeah. a whole wall of an yeah. aquarium with sharks in it. Yeah, yeah like, so when you, you say these things, ain't nobody going to believe me. I had to take pictures. Most of all, I had to take video. Yeah. You know, he was showing me the, you know, usually you go on the mall, they always got a f***ing map. You are here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Third floor. You give him the app. The Did you give him the app? Fam? No, 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 no. They got a fucking app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm fucking done, man. Yeah. Yes, do. Wait, wait, wait. What did he show you? What did he show you? No, it was just a thing where you could just hit the button and type the store in. Oh, okay. And yeah, And it yeah. gives you directions the directly there. in the mall. It's yeah. the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You got that in New York. It's made for you. <laughs> no, you ain't. That it probably wouldn't way. even last in New York. It'll get man. robbed within a couple hours. <laughs> It wouldn't be robbed. That would just be misinformative. You know, <laughs> you know that take you somewhere else. Well, you're right. They might set it up. They yeah. hack it and send you somewhere and you get robbed. There you go. You know, See, that, that's the 2017 edition. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's one of the things about the city that I love very much is that as a woman in the city, I feel absolutely safe. Like, yeah. I can walk. I can do whatever. I can pretty much do... I can be out if it's 4 a.m. My only concern is like, where am I gonna get food right now? Because I'm drunk and hungry. Um, that's about it. Like, I don't have like 
safety concerns in the way that I do when I'm in Toronto or in yeah. I just don't and that's that's it's it's kind of what amazing. type of safety concerns you got in Toronto where oh. you hanging out she named it specifically like in Toronto like you, you yeah. must have had a bad <laughs> episode you know in what? Toronto I've had a few bad episodes I've got to yeah. say but I was in places where I shouldn't have where, where young ladies maybe shouldn't have been <laughs> yeah. so you know but that's alright that's alright places mom wouldn't approve of that don't tell mom <laughs> which, which part of Toronto are you from by the well, way well I'm from well I grew up in Etobicoke and Mississauga but then I okay. moved like downtown later on okay um, and I mean I, I love it there the city is so amazing so you moved from there to here pretty much Give or take, yes, I did. Hey, but I've been, I've, I my family's moved a hell of a lot. I might have to fucking move out here. This you should come out of fam. <laughs> the city needs you. We I need people. Everyone's like gonna here. be happy to have you. We out have here. no, and libido will attest to this. We need people. We like need you. people we need. like you out here. And it's yeah, not. We don't have to negotiate that. That might can happen. And I'll tell you why. Because um, we need apprenticeship. The music industry needs apprenticeship. And if there's anything that when OT was like, yo, this is happening, I just wanted to like sit in your presence and say thank you for your contribution to Amen. the music because I grew up with that. I grew yeah. up with your sounds, I mean, it, like, uh, heartache, breakup, happy days, anthems. <laughs> you were a part of all, all of that of for me. I mean, Do you know I, what I mean? I've, I've always felt blessed, you know. You know, not by the fans, you know, always telling me, you know, thanks, but. You know, I, I just feel blessed when when people come up to me and go, you got me through college. Yeah. College ain't two days, it ain't two weeks, it ain't two months. That's like maybe two to four years. It's so, a lifetime. It's so a lifetime. I'm thanking you for following me that long. <laughs> no, you know what it you was? Yeah. Like, I think I think what it was was that so I, I, I wanted, I don't even know how to begin it, but when you make music in the way that you do so authentically and so honestly it speaks to people and it spoke to mm -hmm. a really young girl like i was really young right now i'm really old i'm glad you <laughs> I'm, hey. I'm glad you like my music because hey. i, I was saying that. some horrendous about no, no, no. my young years, I, I, I was going the off. The angst in you spoke yeah. to the angst in me, and it I think did. I needed that. Do you know what I mean? I right. needed that at that yeah. time. Now I'm a lot more like I can see the landscape. I know what it is, and I recognize that you would contribute a lot to a city like this because people are hungry yeah. for mentorship. Yo, I'm not gonna you lie. Know? I mean, we had we had bootlegs. I'm sorry to say that, but <laughs> like, yo, we got me, access to your music. Like there were bootlegs. <laughs> That's why I look at, you know, and I was talking to Libido the, uh, yesterday, you know, that I'm, I am writing a, a curriculum right now. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I do have a lot to contribute. You do. And um, I just want to show a lot of artists that even if you don't go gold or platinum, there's levels to get money. Good yeah. money. You know, people's like, you know success the bus you know like i i gotta be the platinum superstar and it's it just depends on what you're getting into this for yeah yeah you know and like we was just talking in the cab you know some people a lot of people majority of people live their life for other people approval i agree that's true you know yeah. so it's like when you buy a whip do you say damn i wanted this just since i was a kid or Yo, when I pull up and stun on these niggas, son, <laughs> this shit gonna be crazy. Watch what I do to these niggas. Great. You know, what are you doing it for? And What's the end yeah. game? It's the same thing with music. Yeah. Are you doing it because you really love it? You got something to contribute? 
Yeah. Well, yo, man, if that nigga could do it, it, I know I could do it. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing it for? And a lot of people don't really know what they're doing it for. And it took me a while to reflect during my career, not what I was doing it for. I, I, I really didn't understand myself. Okay. You know, when I say I didn't understand myself is because I was doing what I love to do, rhyming, producing, but didn't understand other things like when it was time to shoot a video and the lights and cameras was on, I couldn't perform right. Why not? You know, because the the, the director would say, action, I need you to look hard. I need you to do this. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And to me, that wasn't naturally me. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you know, so you I were love playing... the music. I love the props I get for the music. But a part of me wasn't there for the stardom. Yeah. Uh, wait, so how did you get into the music? I know that, like, is there... I got into the music because it was a cultural thing. Yeah. It was something that didn't require money. Okay. If you had the lyrical skill set, if if it was a breakdancing, graffiti, yeah. if you had any of them skill sets, you could fit in. It was cultural. Yeah. This was before the records really was billion dollar yeah. business it was cultural so that's why I got into it I ain't get into it where okay I need two bodyguards and you know set up the VIP and that's not what I got into it for mm. you know I got into it for more of what I can contribute and be considered great in what I do from that standpoint so when the videos and certain things took place it was like it was awkward because we could be on a street corner and the video was rolling and it just didn't feel natural. And I felt tense. I couldn't perform at the... Because the, to me, it's natural. When I get on the stage, it's, it's natural. It's just you. you. It's natural when somebody's telling you to act. Act hard. And you don't normally act just act. You know, you might be a lay, cool, laid back. Like, you got to get a director... That, that understands, understands you. Absolutely. So you're going to create an environment and a video based on you as that person. Yeah. So, that's, so you feel comfortable. That's part of building your brand, though. Like, I think that's part of, like, figuring yeah. out the team that will honor who you are authentically. Right. But you got to know you first yeah, before you, you can really find gotta the right team, right? You really got to know you. And that's the problem. When a lot of artists get in the game, they're not trying to be them. Yeah. They're trying to be... Whatever's gonna get me a check, that's what I'm trying to be. Yeah, because yeah, you know, that's that's what's hot. All right, I'm gonna do that. But I always say my 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 main question to artists, and it could go to anybody listening. Mm. If somebody comes to you for what you do, what can you give them that nobody else can give them? What can you give them that's so unique that nobody else could give them? Yeah, right. Because they're coming for something from you. Yeah. You know, the, the the minute you say, I could do what this person do, you're already accepting being number two. Game over. That's you're right. never going to be that's number right. one. Game over. You know, that's, that's just what it is. So people got to learn how to embrace themselves. You know, when I'm, when I'm on my Instagram, you know, I'm always putting a lot of quotes because I want something that's going to make you think. I want something that's going to make you feel empowered. I want something that's going to make you feel... It's enough negative shit out there. That's true. I don't want to put shit on my page. Yeah. And if you say something negative on my page, 
I'm just gonna block you. You ain't gonna get no attention. <laughs> yeah, but so, I don't think you should feed it. I yeah, agree. Yeah. Like you, you, you know, you don't how feed we that are. monster. Yeah. Yeah. So if you are you a motherfucking troll with ten followers, you're not getting no attention here. Yeah. So if you say something silly, you're just gonna get blocked, and I'm gonna move on. You know. So that's what it's about with me. It's like when you get to a certain level or a certain age, you know, you wanna. You want to put your experience out there so people don't hit the same potholes you hit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, before when we was growing up, like, it, I got jerked. When he get jerked, he'll understand. And it's like, like, damn, that's fucked up. But how up. does that that's help anyone? Yeah. You know, so with me, I'll, I'll tell you, I had a lot of potholes. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I'm just happy the car's still running. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's like, a true story. It's I'm true. Iron cast. Yeah. These fiberglass cars, y'all hit a bump. It's fucking rap. You're done. You're done. And that's what I'm saying with yeah. with the music industry. You know, we've done so much with so less. Yeah. yeah. You know, technology, drum machines, hardware. Don't even mention software. F software. It wasn't no software helping us do shit. You know, and, and people don't understand that. And it's a blessing that I did go through that hardship of going because it helps you think. Helps yeah. you thought of things around. Yeah. Help you thought your way through. Shit. But now it's like they got an app for that. You know, you get this app. But is that yeah. a bad thing to you? It's a, it's a, it's a horrible thing. You know, it's a horrible thing because. You have to experience certain things. Yeah. It's a it's a very incredible sense of entitlement. Mm -hmm. When I say entitlement, it's like they it's like I could I can post a record on Instagram tomorrow. It could be a rare record. And I might let's say I block the title. I want nobody no fucking title. I block yeah. the title. It's at least ten niggas like, yo, or yo, uh shit, man. What, what's, what's the name of that? I need that. <laughs> I need that. I need that. I'm going to use that. Yeah. yeah. I can make a hot beat with that. It's just a sense of entitlement. Entitlement, yeah. yeah. It ain't like, yo, point me in the right direction. Can you yeah. help me? Yo, I'm not going to ask you for the title, but at least tell me the genre. Yeah. yeah. Nah, people was like, I need that. Give it <laughs> to Give me. Give it to yeah. me, yeah. And that's how the world is. I need that. Give it to me. That's how this generation is. I need that. Give it to me. Yeah. And when I hear somebody say, yo, man, y'all had y'all time. It's it's our turn now. So y'all need to step to the side so we can what are you get out of here. You sound <laughs> like a fucking loser. Where do you think that comes from, though? I don't, I don't know. Because isn't it, isn't it, when they say, when they, they being, I guess, young, young, young people, or, it's got to be someone young, right? Yeah. It's usually yeah, it's, young guys, or is it someone new to the game? Yeah, it ain't really no older people saying no. you had your time. Okay. No, old people. <laughs> okay, so here's, that's a good point. So here's, here, you had your time means you already, they, they're looking at the path that you kind of paved. And it's like you lived already you already in music. Did. Now it's my so turn. So it's my turn. But imagine if I said that to Rakim. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm trying to come up now. Can you stop making records so I can live? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Can you stop being so great, please? Like, yeah, like that, that should sound like a horrible fucking cop out. Yeah, yeah it is. It does. You know? But it is. And I just want artists to be great because. We put in a lot of work and, and contributions into the game of hip-hop to watch it start to deteriorate 
you know, because everybody want to be lit and shit, you know? So is it, so is hip-hop, tell me, this is what's interesting, is I try to figure out, is hip-hop, is hip-hop dead? That's the wrong way to say it. No, I don't, I don't. But it's a question, it's a fair question. It is on a resuscitator right now. Oh, are we, in, are we in the ICU? Is that where we're at? Yeah, it is. Uh, why I say that, you know, I don't like to really talk about the younger generation, but the way it is, you, you're forced to talk about it, you know? And with, with hip-hop the way it is, what scares me the most is because in any genre or any field you enter, you have to be educated on what you're entering. Yeah. yeah. You know, so... I can't walk into a hospital and say, look, I'm nice with pills and cough medicine. Let me see a patient. Yeah, yeah. you're not a pharmacist now. It, it's, I can't just call myself a doctor. Yeah. Because no. I know cough medicine could cure a cough. I see what you mean. You know? So when you get into, you know, they don't let you get into rock and roll. If you came into a rock and roll office and you say, you know, I want to be a, a rock star. And they say, well, you know, you familiar with Bruce Springsteen? Hmm. No. And they say nah. no. <laughs> you familiar with the Beatles? No. Nah. You familiar with uh, Eric Clapton? No. Nah. You familiar with... Yeah, eventually, say, get the f*** out of my office. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but isn't that's it a, our so responsibility to educate? Like no, we're the old guard, no, right? No, see, see, that's the cop-out. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why it's the cop-out. I knew he was going to Because we that. can't stop motherfuckers from uploading music 1 a.m. Fair. We can't. We're not in everybody's bedroom to say, hey, that shit ain't right. You know, so, so that because people say, well, you should teach them. First of all, a lot of artists, if you're not, if you're not there to talk what they want to hear, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. They so don't even show up. we don't we we Good can't be responsible for that. So then, how do you disseminate the knowledge you've been through? Because you're saying you learned by going over these potholes over your experience. How are they going to learn how to avoid these potholes? You have to be receptive. Hmm. Open to learning. You have to be yeah, but if you just there, look, man, I just want to fuck some bitches and get some money and drink, then. How receptive you really want to be? You should go into the law or banking because you probably get more faster. It's like I just say, if you're gonna get in the game, I'm not mad. You could get in the game and rhyme about fucking burgundy elephants. I don't really care, but at least know what you're getting into. Yeah. At least know part of the origin, because why it's important. Is because when they get in front of interviews and when they talking like how I'm talking, it just sounds like a bunch of gibberish. Yeah. It's nothing to say. You you're not educated. Yeah. So the more uneducated people that be there, other kids say, I don't have to be educated. Fucking, I'll be dumb as him. You and, know? and that's what's been happening. And and you know, it's it's I just cause just need to be pushed forward. Yeah. It's just feeling like you know it's. I mean, we were just talking about streaming. Okay. And um, and I was telling how streaming is horrible. Streaming is horrible, not because you you get easy access to it. It's horrible because it discredits a lot of people that put work into what you're streaming. Mhm. Mm so for you, you on Spotify or Pandora, whatever the fuck you on, 
you stream your song, you got your music. Yeah. But nine out of ten, you don't know who produced the song. So True. the producer don't get no credit. Definitely mm-hmm. not. Not not the they way don't. they would if it was on vinyl. Unless That's it's on a title, you wouldn't know. Yeah. Right. Then there might be a lot of writers involved. They don't mm-hmm. get no credit. It might have been recorded at a certain studio. The studio ain't getting no credit. A certain engineer mixed it. He's not getting no credit. A mastering engineer, he mastered it. He's not getting no credit. A lot of these people livings are based on the credit of the work that they put out there. If they're not getting no credit for it, how, how can know? they continue to eat if yeah. nobody know they're there? So when I look at streaming, it's, it's dangerous. It's, it's dangerous. I mean, I could go even deeper. None of this is illegal. Hmm. And I could break it down. Why? Because when we when we sign deals, our deals, I'm not talking about, I don't know what the UA signing now. 360 or illegal 360 because they want money from every which way but when you signed your deal to a record label you had a lawyer get the contract and go over the pacifics in the contract yeah. it was three platforms it was um cds it was vinyl no it was vinyl cds and cassettes or vinyl cassettes then cds mm-hmm. okay vinyl cassette cds and you had a lawyer look at the contract. Why? To negotiate certain aspects of the contract. To negotiate the numbers. How many points is my artist receiving? So he's receiving this. So you might have been getting 14 points. Some people might get 12 points. But you know for each platform, if the CD went for let's $10 retail, let's say the vinyl went for $7 retail, let's say the cassette went for $7 retail, you know as an artist you got 14 points of the 17 or the $7 or the $10 and then you ain't even really get that you only got like 20 because they say stat statutory rate so you're only getting 75% of your 14 points but you know what the numbers are the numbers is clear as day yeah okay we bring it up to this new era when you got uh YouTube you got Spotify you got all these different new platforms who negotiated the numbers? Well, the platforms are dominant. Yeah. So you either play on the platform or you don't. And in this environment, it say they say it's democratized, but, but it's, there really? uh, there's no, but I don't know what at democracy the end of the is. Day, who negotiated the, the figures? Like, yeah. you know, streaming, you getting fractions of a penny. Exactly. Who negotiated that? Because in a contract, if I don't like the numbers, then I'm not signing the contract. Well, That's I right. think in the interest of what you were saying earlier, in the interest of fame and getting, you know, whatever it is that... What do artists want nowadays? Women? Is that what they, is want? That what they want? I don't know. Is it women or is um, it the fame? In, in, in the interest of pursuing fame, uh, I think a lot of artists, or having no other avenue, maybe this is the only avenue, they think, well, this is a portal to the world. Yeah. And so this kind of global um, reach is what they've... The social contract between the person and the, and, the, and, the, and the streaming service is that I give you the world and you get pennies for it. Yeah. But if you get and the world, then you'll get yeah. millions of pennies. But that's, I think that's what they've been playing on lately and what people are going for. Because it's the like, game okay, is cool, skewed. I'd get on the streaming services so I can get global listenership. 
and then my money comes See, from my concerts. you're giving them more credit than I'm giving them credit. Yeah. Fair enough, maybe we you are. You said global. Most of these niggas is happy with block fame. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you know, you gave them too much credit. Right, you went right, somewhere right. else with it. Right, right. Yeah, true, true, globally, true. they think, they ain't thinking no, global. But that's, but that's the sell. Yeah. That's the sell, isn't it? Yeah, that that is the selling point. I'm going to be the king sell. of my city. <laughs> that's it? <laughs> yeah, I got the crown to the city. Like, from one bodega to know, the next the bodega. Small way is to from one to the next. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, the small way to think is if you're going to think of music, yeah. think of how you're going to touch fans globally. Yeah. Yes. And not metro yeah. area. I think that's a really, actually, that's sage advice, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think that's how we. I think that's how we like to see things, right? That you know, you want to aim global. You want to do. You want to go bigger than your block or your city or you know. I say state. that because some of us think. And when I was growing up, I didn't have a mentor business wise yeah. to yeah. help me think further than what I was thinking. You know, most people say, "I want a manager." I need a manager. No. Yeah. If you just starting, you don't got shit to manage. It's true. You got to manage yourself. <laughs> what, what you managing? What you want is a business visionary. I agree. You want somebody that understands who you are as an artist, understands your music, and know how to attach your music to sponsors and brands. Thank yeah. you for saying that. That's exactly. how you get paid. Yeah. You know, all this, I'm throwing out a mixtape. For what? For what? And, and even that... It's just, it's, people don't take pride and value on what they're doing. I'll tell you a story. When we was coming up in the game, we had the three to five motto. And I say three to five motto, I break it down. Because we, we put, and we going way back to cassettes. Mm. When we was trying to get on to get to a record label, we did three to five songs and put it on the cassette and we shopped it around the city or we shopped it to all these labels and we ain't do those three five songs in like a week or two we did these like this is the best i could do hopefully this get me a deal how long did it take yeah. you to make five songs it depends sometimes you shop it it ain't go right you took it back and you had ah, to so re you reworked it you had yeah. to rework it mm -hmm. And you did it with three to five songs. So the industry, sh uh, uh, the industry was a gauge for whether your song was good or not. Right. It That's was interesting. A, it was a powerful gauge. You know, I know we got the internet, and now you can do everything on your own. But is that good or bad? See, well, that's the question because it's a question we're tack we tackle yeah, as we, the industry. We try to tackle. I'm gonna get to that, end. but so now you do a mixtape, right? Mm -hmm. Average mixtape is 12 to 14 songs, right? Yes. 12 to 14 songs. So you got 12 to 14 opportunities to show the world you're the nicest shit since sliced bread. 12 to 14 opportunities. We did it with three to five. Yeah. You got 12 to 14. Throw the shit out. Shit don't do well. You do another mixtape. 12 to 14 songs. So now we up to like what? 24, 24. Yeah. 28 songs. Mm -hmm. Please, man. If you can't show the world you nice within your first five, six songs, can hang it up. <laughs> the f on your third one for. <laughs> like I'm, but that's how serious we took it. Yeah. yeah. We ain't looking at it like, oh, this ain't do well. I'm gonna do something Wait, else. Wait, when you we say we, who, who's we? I mean our era. 
our era, when I'm saying, when I'm looking at the KRS-1s, the, yeah. the Rock Kims, uh, and I know people hate, they always talk about their era like it was so great. It was. It, see, it was. This is, uh, maybe it was, because, yeah. I mean, the music was great. The music was great. It's, it the was, but, was you there. know, now we're going to go to what you were saying, yeah. what, you know, was a good or bad thing, you know, because now a lot of things is based on views. Yeah. yeah. Am I right? Everything yeah, yeah. is based on views. Views and shock value. Yeah. Okay. So, what if I stage me crossing the street, and I have somebody hit me by a car, get, you know, hit, hit me with a car, and I'm on the street bleeding, and I tell my man to go get me a drum machine, and I do a beat before the ambulance comes, <laughs> and it get, it get thirty, it gets thirty well, million views. Does that make it me nice? Will. No, it won't. You, you get what I'm saying? I totally yeah, yeah. do. But so that's why it's dangerous when y'all venture off into these views yeah, and, yeah. you know, because everything that's viewed ain't great. People watch horrible Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. The internet's making stupid people famous like, yeah. sometimes. I was <laughs> talking about World Star Hip Hop because I'm yeah. on there every day. I don't want to front, by the way. I'm, not, I'm there every day waiting to see what's happening. I You're sitting there watching fights. And listen, OT shares them with me every day as well, so let's not. Yeah, no, we're about that. I think a part of it, the shock culture is because the shock value is because we res we're now inundated. Whereas, that, whereas that's where it drives where everybody's doing ridiculously. Silly stuff for yeah. views. Yeah. For views. Yeah, and, and so then I think the question is if you guys were part of this age, if you had what the kids have today in your time, how would it have been different? It's it's so different. Do you I think you would have made like, it in the yeah, world of the internet? I can't even begin to say that because we grew up. What makes us technically inclined or intellectually inclined is getting around not having. Mm. Ah, so scarcity. Right. Hunger. And uh, scarcity, made, like bread So innovation. when you're given yeah. everything, there's no... Like, all right, another analogy. When I'm we, liking these analogies. Huh? <laughs> I'm liking like, the analogies. Like parables. Like <laughs> nah, because it, it, it's a great way for me to explain I I love it. specifically to the point yeah. of yeah. what I'm saying. And you get a very clear picture. Very clear. All right. When we took a test in high school growing up, mm -hmm. I, I'm quite sure we, we're all old enough to, to agree. When you took a test in high school, you had the math test. Yeah. You had a sheet of paper. You had a pencil. Mm -hmm. And when you was taking the test, you had to put your work from your math test on a sheet of paper for each problem. Yeah. If you ain't have no work on a sheet of paper, it doesn't count. It was incomplete yep. or didn't count. Yeah. But we aced the test. A lot of 85s, 90s, 95s, some hundreds and and it was great. Now when you got kids taking tests with calculators and failing, <laughs> is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Yo. I pass those tests, but I, I use a calculator all the time. I don't know how to do math. I just made it through. But I got to say, is that what's happening? In, in they what you let you take tests in schools with a calculator. And if you still I was not. Oh, yeah, man. no, I was not allowed then to do that. Then you should just quit. Math is not your game. Yeah. So no. <laughs> Numbers is not your game. I know where I'm hot. It ain't there. So, you know, we're, we're, we're from a different era. Yeah. So I can't, I couldn't even begin to understand where I would be at in this yeah. world of technology. Yeah. Because 
having less is what made us great. Yeah. But so you, when you're making music, you're still doing it that way. You don't. No, it's different because mm. I'm using like the way I use technology opposed to the way other people use technologies is two different things. Mm. I'm going back and using technology like so. Let's say I got a record label. I got a, I got a record collection of ten thousand records. Yeah. With technology now, look at that record collection like seventy to a hundred thousand, because so many different things I could do now that I couldn't do before. Yeah. Because you look at all the limitation that you was having in that era, and you could do damn near anything now. Removing vocals from records you you can do some real out of this world star track shit. yeah so i'm looking at it different than somebody that's just looking at it like it's just a drum machine yeah mm. i'm looking at you know how i use hardware and software like man it's 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 different from me yeah you know and i get excited because i know what i can do with it and you know we're going to have fun but when I listen to this music today and you got this unlimited technology and this is all you 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 got you know it, it, it like you know but you have bright spots let me fix that yes please let me fix that because <laughs> I don't want to say that I'm, I'm because you don't want to be kids these days you that's be, you don't want to be kids these days on the Dukan show <laughs> yeah you know you know the hate only sounds... I mean, truth only sounds like hate to those that hate to hear the truth. Period. Amen. That's true. You know? So I don't listen to that, oh, you hate, and you just don't want to hear the truth. Cut it yeah. out. You're not going to put much. me in that. You know? But you have you have Kendrick. Yeah. You have uh, J. Cole. I, and I hate saying these names because it sounds cliche because it's not so many, but... Yeah. You know, they the top at it. But let's... At let's clarify. Let, well, let's clarify. What, what makes, makes them, them great? What makes them great is that they're creating their own lane and getting their own wave of fans from being different. That's what makes them great. They're not looking like, oh, this is the sound. I, I got to copy this. Yeah. They're looking like Kendrick's sounds doesn't sound like nobody else's sound. Yeah. He goes left field. Yeah. I like some of the stuff. I don't like everything, but I can respect and, and love what he do because he's doing, I don't care. This is what I want to do. Yes. And the same thing with J. Cole. That's what makes them great. Yeah. You know, anytime you can say, look, I don't care what's out there. I'm going to create this lane. I'm an artist. Yeah. You know, if we told Michael Jackson or if we kept telling him to keep doing songs like ABC and never can say goodbye, there will never be a thriller. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. So when I look at dudes that choose to go on a... And I love Drake. I'm not saying I love all his music. No. But I love his grind and I love that he knows what works for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because this that's part of me. artistry, he knows isn't his it? Field. Yeah. I got these females over here. Look, I don't do the hard stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he can't rhyme. He is a great artist. Yeah. You know, I can And he's also that. a great marketeer. The yeah. thing right. about Drake, you have to respect the man for the game. He's a one he's man a, with different he, his branding team, his marketing team. Okay, I can go Tech Nine, yeah. Don't know much about his music. Good example. That's but I idolize his grind. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fan of his grind. Yeah. His grind is serious. Mm-hmm. 
okay, then I can go on an artist like Immortal Technique. I can go on an artist like um, Jedi Mind Tricks, MF Doom. And why I say these names, some people go, well, who are they? Well... <laughs> We're going to assume that our listeners know who they are because if they don't know, they better understand. We're going to have a problem. We're going to have a big problem. But some people go, who are they? Well, I think a lot of people go, who are they? Because there was a moment where conscious, like, conscious rap and conscious hip hop kind of really took a dip and I, I think that they were a part of they were a part of that movement when I was I mean when, and this is the thing is like it kind of died for a bit and so I don't think Adam it died as in media is not interested in it died or because they haven't stopped no they haven't stopped but I thought I well, think that it, it just makes me go back to what I'm saying what are you in it for yeah, yeah. you know the the minute an artist come to me, a new artist come to me and say, yo, son, I'm trying to get on the radio. I look at him like he retarded. <laughs> because it's so much money you're going to have to kick in to mm -hmm. get that play. Yeah, you need a, like an all-out assault. That's what yeah, Dan right. Greenpeace said. You yeah, need an all-out all assault. assault on yeah. the city or so, else nothing. You know, I'm looking like, I hear you, good luck. Godspeed. You know? <laughs> yeah, good luck. You know, because some people think if I hand it to this DJ and it's hot and it's just going to get played. And they don't really understand the... Because people lie. We don't we don't get money to play records. <laughs> Who says that? Yeah, listen to New York pockets. Radio. What it is is that you don't get the money, but they it's upstairs. Do. <laughs> they do. And that list comes downstairs, yeah. and that's what you're going to play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, works. look, we never really say this, but we should say it. Music is a system. It it's is. a system it's that you have to play. First, you know. It's an industry first that happens to be about music. Yeah. But that's why I bring up artists like Tech Nine and Jedi Mind Tricks and Immortal Technique because they're doing well. It's lucrative for them, and they're not playing within the system. Yeah. Mm. So if you wanna win, you gotta learn to win without the system unless you got a lot of money to throw at the system. I agree that's with right. you. We haven't even mentioned Chance the Rapper yet. Yes, no. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it boils down to. Like, if you're gonna do something, no, why are you doing it? Okay, if you're gonna do a mixtape, why are you doing a mixtape? Uh, it seems like the right thing to do. Why? Yeah. I've seen this person do, but you're not understanding the yeah. systematic difference behind why they doing it versus... Yeah. Why are you doing it? Yeah. This is something that we have in every practice. And I think it's not just in music. It needs to go in any practice in life. Well, which it's, is yeah. When we did, uh, when I did help Reem with a branding exercise, it started off with what your tombstone needs to say. What did you accomplish? Why you did what you do? Or trying to answer, I exist because. Yeah. Right? You find a deeper purpose for what you do. It could not be music. It could be anything. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good metaphor but, or like a good lesson for life. Yeah. To sit down and say, okay, what is the purpose of this practice? Otherwise, you're just flailing in the universe, it, existing it's, in a random it's, space. It's so know? much, man. But it starts with um, it starts with a lot with self empowerment, yeah. knowing who you are. How did you yes. know who you were? It took me a while. How, where's what's the trigger? What's the journey? It was, it was a lot of different journeys that I was looking. I was doing a lot of things to, I wouldn't say fit in, mm -hmm. but fit trying in. to be in, like, yeah. do what another rapper do. Because I was a little finesse. I, was, I had my own punchlines and what I was doing. 
But from a, a social standpoint, it was like, damn, okay, they got Jews, I gotta get Jews. Oh, they got this, I gotta get that. Mm-hmm. And then when you come to find out, some people was was faking what they were doing. So no. it's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm really busting my ass and they ain't really doing this? <laughs> you know, so it made me think. It's just like, all right, if you go to a club, let's say you go to a club. Let's say it's you and, and my man right here, right? Yeah. Y'all go to a club. Y'all get a bottle, let's say a Hennessy, right? Bottle of Hennessy. Can y'all finish the bottle, y'all too? Or how much, you know, y'all go through half the bottle or a third of the bottle? Between Levito and I? Yeah. Let's, I just, uh, just come. He, just, would, he wouldn't even get a look at it. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, but, let's, let's say half. Okay. Let's say half. For conversational right? sake. For conversational sake. That's these two dudes. They go through half the bottle. All right. Y'all in the club. It's nice. Y'all get a bottle. So, what if they decide to get 10 bottles? And y'all, you say y'all can only drink half. Who the other fucking nine and a half for? <laughs> it, it's you want attention. Yeah. yeah. but You want attention. But why? Um, you see what I'm saying? It's like when I look at certain things, it's just like, it's insecurities. It is mm-hmm. insecurity. And yeah. I think it's also um, a want to be perceived as successful. Yeah. Because I think that that's part of what we want to do. You want to say, "Well, I'm, you know, I'm working hard, and I want to be successful." Yeah. And like, one half a bottle between two grown ass men doesn't look so successful, but it yeah. is. It's absolutely perfect. But that but comes full circle to what you does. said, yeah. what Vanessa mm-hmm. to Vanessa said earlier, which is the seeking the approval of others for absolutely. validation. Yeah, and right. You got to get past that. Like so if, 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 cycle. if yeah. I know what I'm doing. If my account is nice, if, if what I'm doing is being successful, at this point, I don't care if y'all don't know. Like, like I tell a person, if I impress you, what do I get? Do I get some type of consolation prize, 500000 or something? What do I get? Yeah. yeah. You know, when somebody tell me, look, man, yo, man, I think you fell off. Who tells you that? <laughs> I'm just saying, because this is like, what who, the who, average shit goes on. Oh, you have to That's explain what, to me. See, like, you know, I'm, like, I'm like on the, I'm on the eighth floor of Business Central Tower. You know, I don't in know Dubai, what's happening. Yeah. You're in Dubai. You don't I'm know. like leaning in right now. I'm like, how could you, this? How could you even accept anything you. somebody telling you or people telling you fell off, but they was never on? <laughs> well, this is the thing. It's yeah. like, who who do you get? Like, it, it, yes, someone you can't was take me. constructive criticism yeah. from people that never constructed anything. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You know, yeah. so that's why I say on my page I like to promote self empowerment yeah. because people really don't know how powerful they are, yeah. and they don't know a lot of key things that go with them being powerful. Yeah, it's two words that can tell you a lot about. The people around you, just life. You know, that word yes and no. Yeah. yeah. You know, because if somebody respect you and they're your friend and you say no, then they respect you. He said no, fuck it. Now, if they get bent out of shape and... No, they're not your friend. Then they're your friend. See? Yeah, because what do we say? No, full stop is a full sentence. That's right. it. Like, that's a full sentence. No. Right. And if you have respect between each other... See? Then they get it. And then you get it. Yeah. I just... I've learned a lot of things that sometimes your feelings for your friends or your 
your love for your friends will override your gut instincts. You Unless know? your friends are like your biggest haters, like someone <laughs> you know, I know. Somebody, somebody, you know. <laughs> wow, side eyes. <laughs> somebody side could look. tell you a full-on plan. Yeah. And you could see all the holes in the plan. Yeah. Uh, this don't sound right. Yeah. Nah, your gut instinct's telling you this don't sound right. You know, but your love and relationship with your friends, you know, I'm going to take a chance anyway. Whatever happens, good or mainly bad, you can't blame them. Your instincts told you what it was. Yeah, Yeah. and you You decided to ignore it. Yeah, absolutely. So, a lot of things, you know, I take, you know, sometimes once I say yes... Whatever the outcome, I could be mad at you, but I'm going to be more mad at myself. I agree with you. But so it's like I've learned, like, if don't sound right, don't then play. don't do it. Yeah. No, but a lot of this stuff I learned growing. You know, you got friends and, you know, when I talk to kids, you know, and they're in high school, your journey might not be the people around you journey. And if you're not able and strong enough to walk that journey alone, then you might as well quit now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because sometimes it, it could be a job. Yo, they they hiring downtown. I hooked you up with my man Madison. If you go down there, you good. The job pays this. Why would you take a friend with you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you putting yourself in a whole nother bind. Because somebody told you they looking out for you. And you looking out for your friend, but that's not their journey. It might be your journey. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of things, you got to really understand your journey, where you want to go in life. Where do you see yourself? Will you see yourself five, ten years from now, what you're doing to get there? These are things that I didn't have a mentor to tell me when I was younger. Yeah. Right. So when I was when I got into this game, all my accomplishments was done quick. I want some girls, want a car. Within a year, I wiped out. I ain't no fuck to do after that. <laughs> I, I have no real goals. Yeah. I'm coming out the projects living with my grandmother. Yeah. So I ain't have nobody to really systematically put the cards spread in place, it out. Yeah. yeah. We we always so, talk about mentorship and what mentors do is not. They all they do is clear the dust a little bit so that you yeah. can see where you need you to go. You can see the potholes. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and I think the fact that you recognize that you needed a mentor and you didn't have one is really powerful. I think there's, there's some there's you know, a self awareness in yeah. there. Yeah. How I are took, you so self aware? It took it took it, it's like you you can hit rock bottom. And you it's hit not rock it's bottom? not not really financially, probably mentally. Hmm. Was that was that financially your, is irrelevant. Yeah. Financially, we'll make money. Hmm? Was that your aha moment where, you know, some switch? Where I like, had I, to really start learning about me. Hmm. You know, I was really learning about the world yeah. and history and everything else, and not learning about who I was so. as a person. So when I started really understanding what I want in life everything changed it got it got real different you start seeing everybody around you who's for you who's not for you you start to really grow with from within Mm. you know being from the projects i'm a hustler by design yeah 
you know so what's good about being a hustler by design is if you ever hit that bad spot you know how to achieve it back you're a hustler by design yeah Mm-hmm. You know what it took to get there, and, and you'll, you'll do it again. And you'll lose it all, and you'll do it again. And you'll do it again. Yeah, right. I feel that. You learn by losing it all. I do, yeah. But also because You've you've had from, nothing. Yeah. Like, that's right. kind of the way that's I feel But sometimes. that's the like, biggest thing, nothing. what you just said. I'm not afraid to have nothing. You if know? you could be happy with nothing, you're going to be incredible. Yeah, I mean, like, you're I never, but in fairness, I want to, for the record, for the universe, for whatever... I always had my family, so mm-hmm. even when, when Adam was like three, I had him, you know what I mean? Or like, I had my, my sister with me, so I never had nothing. Maybe we didn't have enough to eat, or maybe we didn't have nice clothes, or maybe we didn't know how we were going to pay rent, but I didn't have nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I always felt like, okay, if all I got is them, I don't care. I'll lose yeah. it all, I won't lose that. them. That's it, I don't give I don't get. The rest is just gravy. So. And yeah. Yeah, it's just really learning learning who you are. Yeah. And what yeah. you stand for. What you stand for is something mm-hmm. like Goes I to think back to we're figuring out what we yeah. stand for, but there are days. There are days when you just you kinda get skewed a little bit. <laughs> you gotta get I always take that quote from Malcolm X, you know, the if you don't stand for something, you'll fall, fall for, for anything. anything. It's, yeah, true. it's true. I mean, that's the thing. Throughout the journey, you get winds from different directions in your sails. And it's just figuring out, steering it back to yeah. that direction. Because ships don't sail straight. No, they, they don't. Zigzag. They don't. That's right? true. But so they the, get to the, where they need to go. And that, that's part of the game. Like, things yeah. hit you in all directions, but you got to know how to get to where you're going. Yeah. I think the, the thing you could teach upcoming people is to, you know, be opinionated. Have criticism, to, yeah, be critical. Man, be able to speak your mind. Yeah. You know, I don't like everybody. Everything is hot. Ain't right. nothing like, right. no, man. Yeah, Some of this shit is trash. Like, <laughs> you know, speak your mind, you know? But taste is a tough thing in the world of the internet, isn't it? Yeah. Taste is tough, man. Yeah. But, I mean, we're in, we in a whole different just, universe. Yeah, universe. And, you know, that sense of entitlement and technology and. Everybody wants to be famous, so you know social media is like everything. Mm-hmm. That's that's oh man, that's it's it's crazy. Where you want to be, you know, famous, and you would do a lot of things like, you know, you look at Instagram, and you know, it's a lot of beautiful women on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know, you go on to somebody's page, look at a thousand selfies. It's like something's wrong. That's so like you take sex out the equation. What you bring to the table? Well, here's the thing, right? And this is and this is a thing that we 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 tackle all the time as women is like you who you are naturally is no longer good enough. If you're aging, that's not good enough. Mm. If you're like it isn't, and I, you know, I, I Instagram is a world for young people. You know, and as I move, you know, well into my 30s, I notice that. And I don't mind it. I actually feel very comfortable about myself and, you know, where I'm at. But I notice the women around me, really, it chips away at them emotionally. Uh, you don't you know, and the guys are no, listen, let's not. <laughs> the guys are, the, the, the way bodies are online for guys, it's actually... Here, equal yeah. like you guys never talk about it well, but you know dad bod is dad, is bod, a real, dad, dad bod, bod is squad the struggle bro. of my life my equation and analogy to women are like cars you go how's that you know let's say you 
you know, you're attractive, you know, you're the 2016, 2017 model edition that's out. But all the nice features, you know. And you know, so you you don't you don't want to be owned. You want to be leased. Why? Cause you got options. Everybody looking at me. I want no boyfriend. Cause I like the attention. You don't want to be owned. You want to be leased. Interesting. Okay. Now what happens? 2018, 2019 come. You're not that model that they looking at like that no more. Your amenities and your features is old. Yeah. So now you want to be owned. I'm tired of playing games. Want people to take me serious. <laughs> you know. Yo, yeah. For the record, OT wants to be leased. <laughs> Yo, so, you market. He's like, I'm on the market right now. I'm looking to be leased. So you, you oh, want to yeah. be, you know, you want to be owned at that point. Yeah. But now, what type of car are you? Your car with highway miles or your car with city miles? Mm. It's a difference. Highway miles, easy going, well kept, taken care of, maybe one or two owners, meaning one or two relationships. Maybe a few dents, a little baggage yeah, in the dents. back. <laughs> How bad were the dents? Were you? <laughs> well, you're a car with city miles. Yeah. A lot of, lot of unreported accidents. Yeah. A lot of break-ins. You know, flooding. Maybe a homeless guy slept in you or two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Sure thing, Reem. So now what you I'm want... I'm just playing you, the scenario out. Oh, this is for your yeah. imagination. You want the call with city miles or you want the call with highway miles? Mm. So when I look at women, it's just how you keep yourself as far as being respectful, you know? Do you feel... this? I'm not trying to be whatever, but I'm going to ask the question because it's on my mind. Uh-huh. Do you feel responsible? for the way that women have kind of been portrayed as you guys were coming up and talking about women in the way that you, like, not you, but mm -hmm. like some guys of, of, you know, of the era were talking about women in a way that was owning them. Do you know what I mean? And so obviously women, in, in I'm not saying all of us, but because I was, I was really young at the time, but you can understand how women kind of react to that because well, society tells us to react to it. Well, what happened with me, the stuff I was writing about was shit I was experiencing. Yeah. You know, so it was, I wouldn't call every woman a or every woman a bitch. No. But yeah, it was bitches out there. Like, for real. I'm not gonna say no. You know, like when I was the normal dude, like, I wasn't getting that love. And, and when then, you were Mr. Yeah, Finesse. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Finesse. <laughs> As they say in Arabic, as Sayyid Finesse. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just like when I got to a certain level, I was getting that love. Yeah. But what is that? Mm -hmm. How did that, did that f with you? Nah, not really. Cool. Mm. Not really. I, it's, <laughs> no, I just it's wanted fine. to know. He's like, I mean, yeah. He's like, I'm good. But, He's like, know, I'm good, thanks. With dudes, I tell dudes, man, especially dudes with daughters, would. You allow your daughter to date somebody that was just like you yourself. Yeah, that's actually a really good marker, right? Yeah. And you, that's a popular one out here, isn't it? Yeah. In the Arab world, because Arab men tend to be very protective. Of their mothers, of daughters, mothers, and daughters, wives. Sisters, wives. Sisters and wives. Yeah, yeah, like any female in their life, they tend to be very protective. So that's a constant theme, I guess, that that comes up. You know? Yeah, like, would you want to? Yeah, are you the symbol of a man that you would 
you know, be happy that you, the women in your family would be with? Yeah. Right. The answer is usually no. But fellas, <laughs> 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 I ain't say that. Uh, you know, but you know, it's a lot of things that life is just life. Yeah, it is. And you gotta just know what what works for you, and how you gonna use it for you. That's that's all I try to put out there. I yeah. Mean, I ain't worried about what anybody else is doing. I worry about how it's going to work for me at the end of the day, you know. Because a lot of that is just a facade. Yeah. A lot of it is just a facade. How lit can you get? You know, when is enough enough? It's never enough. But you know you know what I would I, the other day, not the other day, a while ago actually, I asked Carlos, Mayor. Yeah. I was like, can you live enough? Can somebody live life enough? And he said immediately, No. I said, okay, so then why are we wasting our time with this stuff if you sh when you should be wasting your time, like, focusing on living? Because you actually can't live enough. You can't love enough. You can't, you know... Uh, so if you can't do that enough, then why aren't you investing in that? Why aren't we mm -hmm. loving enough? Why aren't we doing uh, investing in ourselves enough? And the truth is, because we've lost sight sometimes, because we lose compass sometimes, um, especially when you're young, I think. And you know? at the end of the day, I was someone do earlier, man. I just want to be around people that treat me how I would treat them, period. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Golden Truth. rule. The minute you don't treat me how I treat you, then I don't... Done I don't, deal. I don't, yeah. Why am I... You know... <laughs> my friends call me the grudge master. And Are you grumpy pants? Are you grumpy pants? <laughs> that ain't grumpy pants. Like, <laughs> grumpy pants. You do something to this nigga, he'll hold us for a while. Why you hold a grudge so long? Because I feel like if I feel like the way I treat people, if you do something really fucked up to me, why well, I need to be around you? That's just point blank. So, because people change, because forgiveness, because nah, second well, chances. You're gonna, you're gonna have to quickly. show me <laughs> not that quickly. Yeah. Wow. I, have I'm, to, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, you're gonna I have mean, to show me that change. Yeah, but. I refuse to be around people that's not going to treat me how I treat them. That's yeah. just it. I respect So, that. if somebody do something really f***ed up to you and you feel like you don't deserve that... Then step aside. Yeah, why are you going to say, Oh, you know, I understand. That's just them. No, leave them motherfuckers alone. <laughs> I don't know how people say, Well, you know, that's just how they are. So you make an excuse for a nigga treating you You know what? I, I think that's part <laughs> yeah. of a dysfunctional relationship that we're just kind of... A lot of us are used to dysfunction, especially if you come from dysfunctional but that's families. Exactly it. it goes back to that. Like, yeah, like my, my, I grew up in a very violent household when I was younger. And so it was very hard for me to... It took me a long time to figure out, no, you don't get treated like that. Like, it's not okay to be abused. Because I grew up seeing abuse. It was just a part of what I knew. So if you imagine, if you grew up in a place of violence, you actually will just want to accept the non-violent route sometimes because it's just easier. But non-violence means you silence yourself in order sometimes, you know, in order to, yeah, you I know. Mean, but man, we we could talk about this all day, all oh, night, good, all good. night. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, for my, did you wait? I have a actually. I wanted to ask. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here we go. Did you always know you were gonna be great? No. When did you know? Wow. Wow, that's a good question. I know, I asked it. I still feel like I'm not where I want to be. You so know, you'll that's, never... That's just, that's just me, though. Okay. I feel like once you feel like you there, 
There's nowhere else but for you to go down. Yeah. You know, so I don't never feel like I'm there. Yeah. I'm still a student. I constantly say I'm always a student. I'm Same. still trying to learn, you know, because once you feel I'm the shit, okay, well. It's You're about to be taken you out. You're about to yeah, be taken like, out. Yeah, like, you know, so I, I never, I let the people tell me I'm great. I never really. But you don't feel it. Do you feel like, do you feel, you know. I'm how, confident. Don't, don't that's get. That's not, don't, yeah. But to keep telling people, yo, I'm the shit. Yo, I'm, I'm dope. No, yo, not to I'm, say that, but to say I'm this is my great. body of work. This no, is what I'm, I've done. I'm very proud of my work. Yeah. You know, so yes, I am proud. To a, to a high level where like I look at some of that shit and go damn <laughs> they're good like, like this is this is you know but I don't get so caught up in a journey that I take my eyes off the destination you know so I'm always looking like what's next what's the next what's yeah, the destination so what is the destination um wow that's a lot um hey man it's like the kind of I want to do a documentary you do yeah like a, a documentary, documentary of your life? Yeah, my life was, it's, it's a real deep life, you know, because sometimes, like you saying, great. Um, I'm still wondering how I did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still like, wait, you know, my moms and my pops got killed when before I was four years old, four mm -hmm. or five years old, both my parents. Wow. So I'm in the project with my grandmother. You know, I'm a kid with a paper route. I wanted to be electrical engineer. Rap wasn't even on the scanner. You wanted to Bro. be an electrical engineer? Yeah. What a cruel fate. <laughs> Imagine nah, if he was an electrical thank God, engineer. Thank God you're not an engineer. Thank God you're not an electrical engineer. <laughs> That's what I wanted, you know, because yeah. I loved electronics. And, and that was me. And then I happened to go to a school where the program long, no longer existed when I got there. Okay. And I was stuck. So I found myself rhyming in the lunchroom and in the gym. So my, my life started to turn from there, being like that entertainer in the lunchroom mm -hmm. and the gym. And I remember wanting to drop out of school. Oh, this is corny. This ain't for me. And my grandmother made me promise, like, uh, you know, what did she call you? You get the diploma, and you can, you can do anything you want. Now I'll, I'll support it. She's right, though. And and that's what I did, and she did it, and you know, cause she was, oh, why why you ain't go to the studio this week? <laughs> and I'm going like, yo, I ain't got the money, you know. Funds are low. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know, um, I need you to go to the supermarket for me, or she'll send me to the store. She send me somewhere. And I go to the um, supermarket and come back, and it's like two hundred dollars on the dresser. Oh, bless Ooh. her! Yeah, and um, she would say, uh, "Can you go to the studio now?" And I would go to the studio. And today, even when she passed, she had my first demo tapes. She had yeah. everything. So, you know, when I look at my life, it, it's just a wild life, and I wanted to be. Um, I want it to be like a inspirational, motivational to the people that see my life. It is to though. let it you know to be that, yeah. that you know I, I hear people say I don't have no moms or I ain't have no pops, and they use that as as a, as, as a being grunge. a victim. Yeah. I'm the victim, 
And I'm telling you, I lost my mom. I just had my grandmother. And I'm in the projects, and I'm going through a lot of different things. You know, I could be fighting in the street. I can't come home and tell my grandmother, but I got into a fight. You know, she's yeah. my grandma. I don't want to have no names. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. So when to do a documentary based on my career from the beginning to show people the hardships and the, the obstacles, that's what makes the story great. When you could put somebody, when, you know, somebody could look at you and feel that they're in, a, they're in your shoes of all these obstacles you went through and you become motivation and inspiration to them. Yeah. That's what makes the story great. You know, I don't want it like, yeah, I, I met this dude and I got on and, and it was it was love after that. No, I Never want you that. to see all the f shit I went through. Yeah. So you can really go, damn, wow. You know, I'm not going to, you know, overdo it. People overdo their drama. Like, yeah. you know, shit like that's impossible. That's you know, but to let people know that, you know, I, I became this underground do from these these ways so it's not just people it's not just people in New York but people all over the world can identify with that and identify and, and become great in their own way but to use your story to motivate themselves yeah so that's how I look at the documentary I want to do I don't want to just say okay it was all music and you know I discovered Big L and I was with DITC and no, I want to take you from the beginning yeah and then take you to how I met even how I met these individuals was was crazy that's true you know so a documentary teaching that's my thing. I can mm. teach you a lot from being an artist, DJ, um, producer. Yeah. The art of business. The art of business mm. is where, where yeah, I'm That's an artist's own. I say art of business because it's, it's you you playing a mean chess game. Yeah. Yeah. You're playing an incredible chess game, and you're going to have to know how to read people and you're gonna know. You're gonna have to know how to get what you want out of any situation without compromising who you are and your values. Okay. For instance, if if I was going into a meeting with you, I don't go just with Plan A B. I got A B C D. I'm leaving with something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hustle something out of the, you. I don't care what happens. Hey, it's the project happening. Tumblr. I'm leaving with something. Yeah, I agree. It might not be. What you initially the plan A with all yeah. the features and amenities, but I'm gonna leave with enough to make sure I could do what I need to I do. I completely yeah. agree. You can't go in there well if plan A don't work. So with that, cause I'm not selling. And no, you gotta know how. Okay, if this don't work, and you gotta have people around you. I play devil's advocate. Man. Yeah. So it's just like, boom. If I came to you and asked you, well, I wouldn't go for that because of this. All right, I'm gonna have to implement that in Plan B. But but that agility, where where does that come from? Because not everybody has that. I sit in nope. I sit in literally between ten to eight. I'd say at a minimum eight meetings a day. Uh, that's mm -hmm. what I'm at doing business. Not everybody's agile. That that no, what you can't. just said right now. The, the idea where. Okay, this is on the table, but but that's you not have happening. to you have to go prep. You gotta be prepared. Yeah. It's not just I just got this plan yeah. and mm. it's all or nothing. Is I sit there and think. It's me and the team. Like, all right, but if they say this, 
well, if they don't want to give me this, then I got to get this. So that's how you prep. You do like yeah, deep brainstorm like, or yeah, like deep like thought. You so got to throw everything that can be thrown at you. Yeah. You have to think it out. If it's thrown at you, how you going to respond? Yeah, absolutely. Was this something that you developed on your own or was this usually a team play? Because this is, it's not a skill that people generally would have or not a lot of people would have. And I think the more and distant we are, yeah. uh, the less, the less, like it's, it's a skill you learn less and less. Yeah. Right. Because that's something that I learned watching my dad do. It wasn't something that I don't. I don't think any business book or anything no. in school yeah, it's, ever it's, taught it's me that. Instincts, yeah, like it's I watched my dad do it. You know, we're always deprived of the information. That's 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 what that's what hurts us the most. It ain't like we're not great. It's we're always deprived. Yeah. Even when uh, I was talking to a dude not too long ago, maybe a year or two ago, and he broke the shit down. He said, "Um, we was talking about credit." And he was like, well, Ness, you know, how's your credit? And I'm like, nah, my credit is great. And he started breaking all shit down. He was breaking it down how other people use it and get ahead of us because we don't know. Mm. So he was like, you know, um, for instance, with a credit card, you know, let's say you're the mother, right? And let's say your credit is A1. You got your daughter coming up. When she gets to a certain age... You could put her on your credit card as an authorized user. Oh, and that raises her You don't account. give her the credit card. Though. No, you just put her on as a signature. You put her on and you cut the credit card. And as she get older, her credit is growing because your credit is growing. Yeah. So when she finally gets of age to apply for something, her credit is crazy already. Yeah. yeah. But nobody teaches us this. This, I just happened to bump into an OG and he broke it down to me. And I was like... That's how everybody get all this credit. We always fucked up because we don't know we these know that, yeah. little. And it's the same thing of what I want the book that I write or, or or. Are you writing already or not yet? Nah, I got two ideas for my book. I got two books. Okay. But it, I want it to be inspiration. If it ain't gonna be inspiration, I'm writing the book for. Fair enough. I want you to take the book and be able to look, man. We need to. You know, do a thesis on this book. <laughs> you know, like if if it ain't gonna be something to help people, I, I don't just want to tell you about my life. Oh, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> but know, I want. Well, it was great. It, yeah, but, but then the what? thing is to to help people. I think it's in telling these hardships and right where you felt. You have to be very felt. honest. Yeah, you yeah. got to be transparent and, and vulnerable. That's a tough thing to reader. do. It's tough to be completely naked. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but I think people need that. I think they need to hear your voice say that. Right. Mm-hmm. The yeah. truth is in the potholes, right? Yeah, yes, it is. Exactly. Certainly it is. Right. So, you know, teaching is something I just know. I'm I'm very, I'm just brushing up. I'm trying mm-hmm. to put it into a curriculum. I'm trying to, but yeah. my, my teaching is going to be very hands-on. That's books good. and, because you got to know, you got to yeah. really intellectually know ain't gonna be in chapter eight all the time you know whatever chapter you read and would you rather go into war with somebody that could tell you they read books on war or would you rather go into a war with somebody and say yo i've been through a couple of wars and look this is what we gonna do it's mangled yeah. out there or you yeah. in the motherfucking foxhole with yeah. somebody like look man i think in chapter 13 they talk <laughs> about this yeah. 
It's uh, it's funny. There's there's actually an Arabic saying that says that, which is, it roughly translated it says always ask someone who's weathered and not someone who's studied. Studied, yeah. Right? So it's someone like a, it's who's like been a proverb. Through the storm, yeah. yeah. Who's been through the wars? Who's got the scars to show for it? Yeah, because right? they're they the, can, yeah. They've been on ground. They can tell you exactly how it's gonna go down. Yeah. Because right. someone who studied is simply studied. Yeah, it's theoretical. It. It's exactly. theoretical, and I don't discredit theory, but theory without, theory pra- without practice. Pra- but practice you know, for me that, is where you learn. Yeah. That that line alone, what you just said, is thought provoking, and if people really get into listening to more positive things, then it will help you. Yeah. You know, rather than just getting caught up in. Uh, who, who's this? Who's that? Clicking who's on some this? bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Or watching World Star. Oh, World Star. I'm, yeah. I'm on it. 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 To me, it's, it's an inspirational path. You know, I'm not saying I'm still not going to live. You know, I lived and now I want to. No, I'm not no prophet or anything. Yeah. I just want to understand that, you know, when my time is up here, I'd rather people tell my story. Yeah. yeah. So this is about legend, legacy, succession. Yeah, I want people to tell a story because it's a lot to tell. Y'all remember I met him here, and this yeah. happened, yeah. and this happened. There's so many different stories that they stories alone to tell my story. I don't even have to really tell my story. Yeah. You know, because along the journeys, if you're helping people and you're constantly motivating and influencing different things, that's that's great alone. Yeah. You know. So you know. Yeah, respect uh, man. I think that's teaching is a big thing. Like, and what we've been working on for the past what year or yeah. so, teaching has been a very important element in it because a lot of things we've nobody's taught us, so we and we just been through. It We're by, just kind of figuring it out on the podcast. Out to be honest, with you. Yo, no, for real, because like over the past year and a half with this podcast, I've the one thing I've always been grateful for and I always say this is that every person that came through and sat behind a mic has taught us a new lesson yeah it's true everybody it's true and we just constantly feed off of it and then the beauty of it is when the listeners come and drop and it's not like hey we're a big fan of the show no when they tell you they they learned something when when so and so said this this is how it made me feel exactly and it made them change perspective about life so at the very least you know Mr. Finesse you know that you'll be kind of you know you'll be engraved into our you know wall of fame (laughs) our Decanwell the the thing about it is that we don't share stories enough no we don't that's a part of what I feel like I feel like um, in Arab culture and in Filipino culture like where, where my family's from we share story. We share the way you share your story with us right now, and how it imparts wisdom to us. Yeah. And one day, I'll pull it out from somewhere in my head and my heart. That's again, you that's know, what technology is destroying. Yeah, you know, because because you got phones and texts all the time. Y'all don't even hear each other's voices no more. Yeah. And you've got such a great voice, OT. Yeah, I try. It, <laughs> the ladies like it. The ladies like it. Okay. The ladies <laughs> like it. You know, you it's go like hit your DMs somebody. have no voices. <laughs> you go call one of your friends, go to their crib. Yo! Yeah. Oh. No! Yeah, still do. But when they saw holler outside my window, I used to love it. Like, hey, Mom. <laughs> now it's like, I'm downstairs. Hurry up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, it's just more building. It is. And, and more having people around you that that's gonna or even just building with the older people i like 
I love building with the older people because yeah. they stories. I mean, I thought my stories was fast. That's what I was gonna they, say. They stories be like, yo. You know, one of the things about Dubai that not many people kind of talk about. So, if if you are talking to a twelve-year-old and he's trying to get to understand hip hop, and mm-hmm. if you want to leave him with five songs, like if you get, if you listen to these, you're headed in the right direction. Oh, that's that's yeah. You throw a real boomerang at me right there. <laughs> five songs. You, ten if you can. <laughs> um. Dang, I never looked at hip hop like that. Really? I would say the message. Mm-hmm. That would be one. The message. What about um, Apache? I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the Dr. Dre message. I'm talking yeah, about no, the Melly yeah. Mel because they might say Dr. Dre message. Got <laughs> it. Um, it's gonna be at least two carrots, one songs in there. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. Ice Cube, who's the Mac? Ooh. So I got the message, Ice Cube, who's the Mac? I Two got, KRS one songs. Yeah, I gotta think of those. KRS one got a lot of yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah. I, just hand me al- the albums. KRS one is the school. Yeah, just learn learn yourself, yeah, kid. Th- these CDs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Study. See, because now I gotta think of the KRS one albums. I gotta go back into, hmm. you know. Uh, but I would say I got two, right? Um, That's enough. No, 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 no. It's just I know so many artists. Yeah. This is the thing. So I'm trying to really get the, the songs yeah. that really resonate. Yeah. You know? Um, wow. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Um, this is crazy. I'm, I'm really thinking. I'm in the, my cane catalog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, like you visualize yourself between your records and just pulling yeah, them off the I'm, shelves. Yeah, I'm thinking about all these these artists that I grew up listening to. Um, Slick Rick, Hey, we, hey Young World. Mm. Hey, Young World. Even the Ice T song, he got a couple of joints. I would say colors. Alright. I say Nas, I gave you power. Yes. So that's five. Yeah, that's, that's five. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so you got the message, you got I still ain't named no Karis one song. We're, we're assuming it's just we're all assuming the it's just all of it. <laughs> I thought I thought that was just like yeah. in brackets, yeah. like all it's of five it. Five plus all Karis <laughs> one music. Yeah, because he he always has so much, uh, so much. But um, yeah, those songs, uh, Ice Cube, Who's the Mac? Yeah, that's the street perspective. But he's talking about the Mac in a lot of different categories. The Nas, I gave you power. He's talking about if he was a gun, how a gun makes people react, and you know the message. The, the message: a child is born with no state of mind, blind to the ways of men. That's the number one record right there. Yeah, yeah. that was. The, yeah. I think that was the yeah. first one you kind of said. Yeah, yeah that's which was it. The, the fastest the one you had. Why? Ready. Huh? Why? Because he breaks down. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I don't. But the way he's breaking everything, yeah. Uh, uh, bill collectors that ring my phone scare my wife when I'm not home. Yeah. It it still reflects to today. Yeah. 
that life is still there. That's what I was hoping you were you would say yeah. because how much have we changed? And at the same time, we at, have it. And how, how, yeah, we talk about you know, how different it is and how, you know, we're so disconnected, but the reality is the it's so relevant. And that disconnection is there for a reason, and then, a very purposeful reason. Um, the slick Rick Hey Young World because he's just telling the world is yours. The world yeah. is yours. That, yeah. that was one of, like, for me, like, lyrically, that spoke to me when I was yeah. this, like, young kid with yeah. no place to go. It really hey, spoke world, so deeply to world, me. The world is yours. Hey, young world. Yeah. world yeah. And the message in the song. Yeah. yeah. It so, spoke so much hope. It did. It in, a t- in a place where it needed hope, to be honest. So what I was missing, I said uh, Ice Cube, the message. Nas, Slick Rick, Oh Colors. Yeah. And Melly Mel. And Melly Mel. Yeah. I said the message. Yeah. All right. There you go. Yeah, Fun. but... Um, Worthy. I like that. Um... This was a question I think like Haas always asked us because I always liked it. Um, I know I've has he, have you been through any like local music or you've been exposed to anything music here? since you've well, been I was here? here? No, yeah. no, no. I've been exposed to the bed. That's what that's I've been it. <laughs> Still jet lag. Exposed to sleep. You gotta understand. My run has been it's been a hectic run. I, I left New York. I landed in. France and did Toulouse. Mm. You know, I did Carcassonne the next day. I did Paris the next day. I had two days off in Amsterdam. From Amsterdam, it was Germany. Then it was Switzerland. Then it was Norway. Then it was the UK. Mm. Then from the UK, it was Croatia, Macedonia. And then now I'm here. Now you're here. So you've been on quite a oh you've been on quite a run. Yeah, it's the travel. It's the yeah your schedule is just it's just it's just real tight. Yeah. Like I I never I never cherished free time in my life the way I cherished that. Shit. But you are blessed, my friend. Yeah, but you are. are so blessed. Yeah, in a minute they be like, yeah. So where you going hotel? <laughs> <laughs> Have you had dinner yet? We should take. Have you had wings yet? Have you had? Because he he's we've been talking about wings. I heard you're a wings connoisseur. Are you the wings connoisseur? (laughs) Yeah, I like wings. I cook, so okay. You know, so I love food. You know, I like good food. Definitely. So uh, yeah, I guess we're gonna go for these. Yeah, let's go. Let's go eat. I'm hungry. There's there's options. options. (laughs) I thought we were going to Nola. I I could take him to a cafeteria down the street. Uh, Oh, knows all the ghetto joints. I don't think we should make. I don't think we should make the man sick. No, there it is. Yeah, we'll take you. We'll take you to a nice. We'll take you to a nice spot. I want to take you to my ghetto spot. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Please be sure to rate and review the show if you're listening to it on your iTunes podcast app or SoundCloud, Stitcher, whatever it may be. Let us know how you guys feel. Hit us up with those five stars. 
drop your comments. And if you really enjoyed it, I mean really enjoyed it and loved the episode, share with your friends, share with your family. And you can always holler at us, whether on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, it is at Dukkan Show. We love talking to y'all. Just drop us a line. And for more information or access to some of our exclusive cool content, be sure to visit our website, DukkanShow.com. See you all next week. Peace. some super dynamite soul then thank you because now it's star time
journey into sound, a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new values, and a new experience.
for the line, taking off my coat, clearing my throat. The rhyme will be kicking in till I hit my last note. My mind remains defined, all kind of ideas. Self-esteem makes it seem like a thought took years to build. But still say a rhyme after the next one. Prepared, never scared, I'll just bless one. And you know that I'm the soloist, so Eric B, make him clap to this. Hit it! Bug out of chill or be acting ill. No tricks in 86. It's time to build. Eric be easy on the cut. No mistakes allowed. Cause to me, MC, me move the crowd. I made it easy to dance to this. But can you detect what's coming next from the flex of the wrist? Say indeed, then I'll proceed. Cause my man made a mix. If he bleed, he won't need no band aid to fix his fingertips. So I'm rhyming till there's no rhymes left. I hurry up and cut the cut or make him bleed to death. But he's kicking it. Cause it ain't no half stepping. The party is live. The rhyme can't be kept inside of me. He's erupting just like a volcano It ain't the everyday style of the same old rhyme Cause I'm better than the rest of them Every B is on the cut and my name is Rock Kim
never missing a beat, yeah. Boy, was it neat, yeah. Not just me, she was totally neat when she did the freak with me. Never missing a beat, yeah. It didn't work, now. It wasn't fucking no more. Something's trying to tell you 